You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, we got to talk about the NFC Championship game. Lions, Niners, Niners laying seven, Niners minus 350 on the money line. The Lions plus 260, your total set at 51. I Let's give some credit to Jared Goff. I love this answer. He was asked on 97.1, the ticket, about whether he pays attention to bulletin board material. And he goes, depends what it is. What do you got? And the host says, well, after your game, Skip Bayless tweeted and immediately Goff cuts him off and says, nah, nah, you can stop now. I don't care about anything he says. I was like, oh, it's beautiful. I love that answer. I love it so much because I don't like Skip Bayless. But do you believe Jared Goff has enough in the tank to keep this within the number or win outright in San Francisco? Jared Goff has been very good this year. That trade between the Rams and Lions, and I know the Rams won the Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford, but it has been great for both organizations, and he's got to have a great game. He's put up big numbers, but obviously facing this Niners defense is a lot different. And he doesn't have good numbers against the Niners. He has struggled against San Francisco in past matchups as well. Doesn't it feel like Jared Goff is the LaCroix of quarterbacks? Like, he's not bad, but he's not good. Like, maybe he's the best flavor of LaCroix, but he's certainly not a Sprite. Like, he's not a Sprite like Patrick Mahomes, but... So do you get the reference that I'm hinting at? Have you had a LaCroix? I have had a LaCroix, but I think he's better than that. He's better than a LaCroix. Ooh. This is a this is a this is an upper tier quarterback. He's not top tier. He's not in the same conversation as Patrick Mahomes. But the Lions have their franchise quarterback. Jared Goff has put up great numbers over the past few years. He's a three time pro bowler. So I I'm not I'm not arguing that if you're starting a team tomorrow, you're starting with Jared Goff. But this is why I, I talked about at the start of this segment why we just don't give Jared Goff any credit. Why do you think he's LaCroix? What is it about Jared Goff that you say, nah, he's just not doing it for me. This guy's a Sprite. This guy's a 7-up. This guy's low tier. Well, it should be noted that I do drink LaCroix. So I'm not saying that LaCroix is bad. Like, LaCroix is not bad. Okay. It'll get you through. If it is cold and it is served that way, the key lime LaCroix is actually pretty good. And it doesn't have any calories. It doesn't have any sodium, whatever. So, like, it's good for you. And it tastes good enough. Like, that's how I feel about Jared Goff. He's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually pretty good, especially if it's the best flavor and if it's at the right temperature. Because isn't that one of the narratives for Jared Goff? If he is playing mm-hmm. outdoors in cold weather, it's kind of the flip side. If Jared Goff is cold, he's not as good. But this game is not supposed to have any weather elements to it. But it is played outside. Do you think that's a narrative 
worth putting in the handicap because I have heard so many people saying, oh, you don't play Jared Goff when he's playing outdoors, but -hmm. it's supposed to be nice weather. Is this a thing or does the, you know, surface and, you know, the lack of a dome really mean that much to a quarterback? I think it does. Absolutely. Look at the Dolphins. They're a perfect example. Absolute perfect example, not just a quarterback, but as a team. When they play in warm weather, they just they don't know how to handle it. What was the stat before they played the Chiefs in temperatures below 40? They're not winless in the playoffs all time. They've just never won a game because they're so accustomed to playing in South Florida. And so when you're a team that plays in a dome and particularly come playoff time, when the weather changes, it gets colder, and all of a sudden you're used to practicing under a dome, used to playing under a dome, and then you go out in the elements, it can absolutely be a part of the handicap. And it's it's a fair statement when it comes to Jared Goff. And also, Brock Purdy isn't great in the rain either. I don't know if it's going to rain this weekend, but I don't think it's going to be terrible. I believe we're going to see temperatures in, what, the 40s out in San Francisco? But, yeah, that's a real thing when it comes to Jared Goff. Oh, for sure. So if we're equating players to drinks – I would say Debo Samuel is like grenadine. You can just put a little splash of him and he instantly makes the drink way better. And I like sweet drinks. So like take that as you will Mm -hmm. in in that metaphor. So I think you need to monitor the status of Debo Samuel because we've Mm -hmm. said this all week long. I think if you were betting on the Niners, you want to have Debo Samuel on the field. He didn't practice on uh, Wednesday, but on Thursday, he was back at practice. He was limited, but I do think he plays in this game. So I'm leaning towards the 49ers now. I think he matters more to this offense than people realize. If you look at yards per play for this offense, they are a full yard and a half better when Debo Samuel is on the field. So I think this is a big boost for them, especially going against that secondary, the Lions, who has given up at least 349 pass yards in each of the last two games. They are giving up the second most yards per attempt of any secondary in the league over the course of the regular season. So Jenks, I think that's the sabotage factor for Detroit. Do you think the biggest mm-hmm. reason to not bet on the Lions is their defense? Yes. And also, I need to correct myself. It's not going to be in the 40s in Santa Clara this weekend. It's going to be 70. I was way off. Right. Don't ever trust me with a forecast, ever. <laughs> Guys, uh, I, yeah, hunker down this weekend. We got a Category 5 coming in. It'll be like 80 and calm. I think, yes, ultimately, over the course of the game, we're going to see the Niners have a lot of success. That's why the total is so high. And I kind of like the Niners team total as well. Just that Detroit secondary. We saw Baker Mayfield. Now he made a couple of critical mistakes in that game, but Baker Mayfield put up what more than 340 yards passing against the Lions secondary blew past his passing prop. So I, I think that's because as good as the lions can be, you can throw, you can toss the football around on them. You can score on them. And with so many weapons at their disposal, I think the Niners eventually sort of pull away in this one, I think. Now it is a big number, so the Lions can also score. So maybe they keep it within the seven. But if you're talking about exposing that secondary, I absolutely think the Niners can do that. Well, that was going to be my next question. Do you think the spread matters in this game? Because we've talked about this. In the playoffs yeah. so far, there have been 10 games. The spread has only mattered in two of those, do you think there's a scenario in which the Niners win but don't cover? Because I will say the two games out of the postseason that the spread has yeah. not been covered, it's been both of these two teams. It's been the Niners against the Packers and the Lions mm-hmm. against the Rams. Do you think this is a game where a team wins but doesn't cover? 
No, I, I like the Niners to win and cover. I'm on both favorites this weekend. Maybe I'm being a square, but I think it's a nice little buy low spot on the Niners. And I've said this before is that last week against the Packers, I think people maybe started doubting the Niners a little bit and said, oh, maybe the San Francisco team isn't what we thought. No, I think Green Bay was really, really good. And the Niners showed a lot of fortitude in doing what they never do, which is rallying from a deficit and winning that game. And I also think, you know, emotion is is a funny thing when it comes to betting. Just like when you see Patrick Mahomes getting points, and I'm not saying you can't make a case for the Chiefs. You certainly can. You say, Mahomes? Points? Chiefs? And when you see the Lions, you're like, man, it's so fun to see what the Lions are doing. You get caught up in that excitement, and you say, oh, seven points with the Lions? Oh, I'm on the Lions. We have a map here that Bill shared with us yesterday. Like 80% of the country, if not more, is cheering for the Detroit Lions. I think it was Twitter that decided to geotrack tweets supporting or showing, you know, where different tweets were coming from or what teams they were supporting. And it's far and away. Detroit. So I think that's part of it, too, is that you say, oh, the Niners struggled. Also, you want to get on that Lions bandwagon because the majority of the country is on the Lions bandwagon. Oh, yeah. All right. So let me interest you in a bet, maybe. Okay, so we know you like the Ravens. Sounds like Mm -hmm. you like the Niners to win. Would you do a Niners-Ravens parlay for minus 108? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Sold. Minus 108. I like sold. I would love, I would love to deal. Open deal. it. I'll open it. Deal. I'll do it. 150 bucks. I'm in. Do I get a shot? I'm in. Well, I, I would love to tease these two things. I would love to tease the Niners down to one and tease the Ravens as well. The problem is I don't want to tease through zero. So that really doesn't appeal to me. I mean, I guess you could probably do it, but I don't want to do that. So I think the better play is just, yeah, you take both money lines, minus one away. Boom. Deal, Howie. I'm going to do it. I'm walking out of here with at least $100. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.